I took an oath, I took an oath of office to perform the duties of mayor uh, in and for the city of Madison to the best of my abilities. And I take that oath very seriously. We have got a problem, and I have uh, delivered a letter which is available to you, and also it's accompanied uh, with a handwritten note that I sent to County Executive Parisi uh, indicating that uh, Council President and I wish to meet with him on this subject and that we believe that his leadership is needed to solve some of these critical problems. I'm going to just uh, indicate samples of incidents which uh, are of such grave concern. And then uh, Alderman Skidmore and our communications officer uh, will explain some of the uh, history and technical issues. And then both our police and fire chief um, will share a few words and uh, observations about this problem and well, we'll then be available to answer questions. We have got to protect the citizens of this city. Our primary responsibility is their health and safety. With that, there are men and women in not just our police and fire departments, but in all city agencies who rely on communications who rely on reliable systems. They need to know where they are at, where their colleagues are at, and the nature of the problem to which they're responding. In April 2013, uh, we had a human error in a failure to input an, and update an officer's location. In May, we had a Madison police officer who was unaccounted for while on a traffic stop. In June of 2013, an officer was to respond to a uh, crash scene, but did not get the call for 42 minutes. CAD notes indicate that dispatch had the address in an instance where officers were dispatched to a shooting, but the officers were only given a vague location. In August, officers responded to a fight, and the officer was on the scene needing help with no assistance. October 2013, we had a structure fire. The fire department was dispatched to the wrong address, obviously delaying their response time and in turn resulting in the fire increasing in size. A week later, officers were dispatched, police officers were dispatched to an armed robbery and a carjacking, and the call didn't go out for six minutes. Now, the following day, the 9-11 Center received a call regarding a structure fire, and again, it took almost four minutes for the dispatch to go out. November, a month later, we had a dispatch for the fire department to address that did not exist. In November, right after Thanksgiving, fire equipment was dispatched when there was a closer engine available. 
January this year, Verona PD was incorrectly dispatched to attend to a suicidal woman. The woman was in Madison. A week ago, Madison Police Department officers were dispatched to an injury accident with exposed wires. We had an eight-minute delay. This is not a question of getting along. This is not a question of compromise. There is zero tolerance for these mistakes. Every single one of them must be addressed, and we must ensure that they do not happen again. Now, in anticipation of a question that I imagine will be asked, I just want to note, and this will be uh, commented uh, by, by Alderman Skidmore and, and Keith Lippert. December of 2011, we already saw problems coming with the system, and at that time I met and discussed this with the county executive. September 27th, in a meeting on several subjects, this was discussed with the county executive. February 2012, this matter was discussed. And uh, I personally was involved in August of, la of 2012 with a uh, phone conference with uh, the director of the center uh, on this subject. I think we have been very, very patient. And at this point, um, we, have, we have no choice but to escalate the discussion, fully involve all the elected officials and the public so there's a clear understanding as to the nature of the problem. Uh, now I'd like to, to bring our communications director and Alderman Skidmore up who have been with this as long as anyone and can share with you some thoughts. Good afternoon. Uh, I'd like to first give an analogy that I was given probably 20 years ago by the mayor who appointed me then to the Park Commission. We were just chuckling about that a little while ago. A community is like a pyramid, and at the base of that pyramid is uh, our public safety, our firefighters, police officers, and EMS. And then on top of that, uh, the building on that pyramid is our public works, our streets, and, and such, engineering, and then there's uh, public services, and then there is uh, community services and the like. But without the foundation of that pyramid, without public safety, we don't have a community because it doesn't matter how well the buses run. If it's not safe, it's not going to work. Um, the key to effective public safety is communications, getting the word out as to who and where and when and what and getting it out in a very timely manner. Uh, the linchpin of communications is the 911 center. It's the call takers and then the dispatchers. Uh, it doesn't matter how many people we have or how good they are. They need to have the correct information in a very timely manner to, to make the system work. That's why we're here. As the mayor indicated before, we have a, we have a problem. And that, that's why we're here today. Uh, there are some, uh, some issues that we need to resolve. Um, it's been asked before, why hasn't the center board done something? Well, we have been doing our job over the last year. We are an advisory body. 
we have no authority beyond advising the county board and the PP&J as to our uh, concerns, our issues, our wishes, and our recommendations. And we've done that. We have a variety of subcommittees that will um, assist us in making recommendations. And we've been doing that. And over the last year, year and a half, uh, we've been asking questions. We've been offering advice and offering our help to the center. Do you need help? Do you need more resources? Um, we have uh, really not gotten very far with that. And that's why we're here. Uh, we've offered our assistance. There's not a whole lot more we can do. Um, We've been working within the system, um, and uh, we have gone as far as we can, which is why the mayor decided to get involved. He's been in the loop, but we have been working with uh, Mr. DeYoung and staff to try and resolve these issues, but they've gotten to the point where many of us within the city are concerned for the safety and welfare of our residents, which is why the mayor has taken the steps that he has. So that's why... Um, this has been issued, and this is why we're going public. So, Keith. Thank you. Uh, my name is Keith Lippert, and I am the Communications Operations Supervisor uh, for City of Madison. We do the maintenance uh, for all of Madison uh, and mobiles and portables for Dane County. Uh, I'm here for primarily a technical, technical uh, perspective on uh, some issues that are concerned. Uh, most of what uh, is on the, uh, <laughs> the problem list really relates to uh, the computer-aided dispatch. However, Dane County has been working on, uh, on installing a radio system that is not really fully compatible with City of Madison uh, radio system and also uh, the uh, system that they are working on their initial uh, completion date was supposed to have been a year and a half ago uh, so it's a year and a half late and it's not expected to be fully operational anytime soon uh, so this is just a basic perspective of uh, the voice communications on that end. So, somebody with CAD? I am uh, Steve Davis. I'm the fire chief here in the city of Madison. Um, in April of 2013, when the, the computer-aided dispatcher, the CAD system, went live, we knew at that point there would be some growing pains because the um, the system had not really been fully functionally tested. So we knew early on that there were going to be some issues. And from the user's end, we worked very, very hard with the 911 center communications experts to figure out our problems. We worked with our city's IT department. And uh, we worked and solved and continue to work to solve a lot of those problems of connectivity with the CAD. At the end of the day, though, um, what still comes up with the CAD in the comm center is the long delay in time it takes to get a call to our firehouses. The city of Madison um, has built a system of public safety for EMS and fire in this community with an expectation of a six-minute response time. 
And that response time starts when a person picks up the phone, dials 911. At this point, um, we have cases documented where it's taken well over an hour for those uh, fire vehicles, those EMS vehicles, to be sent to help solve the issue. We're not happy with this. The six-minute response time out of NFPA has come from um, three main factors. One is a four-minute drive time, so we can subtract that from the six minutes. One is a one-minute turnout time, so when people are in the station, they can put their gear on. And then the, the last minute to add on to that six is the 911 center. That's the key component, that from the time you call 911, NFPA, which is a national standard, expects that communications facility to get the right resources responding within a minute. Right now, we're not seeing that. Um, we're, we see it about 10% of the time, maybe a little bit less. Currently, it's around 3 minutes and 20 seconds on average that it takes to get that time out. The reason we base this is, is really got to do with time. Time for um, patients if they're suffering from a cardiac event or any type of illness. Time if your house is on fire. We know that, that um, for every minute a fire burns, it doubles in size. Or excuse me, every 30 seconds it burns, it doubles in size. And it's not acceptable for us to not get notified in time to respond. Same thing with EMS. We know that in a cardiac event, time is muscle. That's the saying, the slogan in the EMS world. So from the time the, the patient starts having the event to the time that they're in the hospital being treated, their, their heart is dying, their muscle is dying. So it's important for us to get there uh, and intervene quickly. Best case scenario for the Madison Fire Department is in a month we get this stuff resolved. And, and we are out of time at the fire department level, ironically enough. These issues are not being resolved. Our issues are not being answered. And, uh, and that leads to our frustration. Uh, Police Chief Randy Gaber. I'm going to keep my comments fairly brief because I think a lot of the details that we're dealing with right now from a law enforcement perspective are inside that letter that you uh, have a copy of from the mayor to the county exec. Um, but I do want to uh, give you a law enforcement perspective. When we're talking about the Dane County 911 Center, we're talking about a very critical piece of the public safety system. We rely on this center to take in information, to take in calls, to process that information and then get it in a timely manner to our first responders, our officers, so that they can respond to emergency and non-emergency calls for our community. Right now, we are unfortunately are having issues with things such as the dispatch delays, the accuracy in which information is being provided to our officers, as well as the manner in which that information is updated and then further communicated once that call comes in. As a result of these issues, what we end up with is we end up with delayed response times, we end up with having issues with our ability to investigate crimes effectively. We have issues with the quality of service that we're able to provide the citizens of this community. And most importantly, we are jeopardizing both citizen and officer safety. And when it comes to citizen and officer safety, that's just not acceptable. Now, as the chief said, I understand that with any new system, there's going to be some bugs to work out. There's going to be some delays with the information. That, that's true with any, any new system. But this is a system that's been in place since April of 2013. 
And while I truly believe that the men and women of the 911 Center are doing their absolute best to provide high-quality service and that they share our goals of providing service to our community, what I'm hearing from my officers, those men and women as first responders, I'm hearing that there are systems and there's equipment issues that are contributing to these problems that need to be corrected right away. And I think what we need to have right now, what I'm hearing is that there needs to be a sense of urgency from all levels of government to come to the table right now and to get these issues resolved as quickly as possible. Because again, when it comes to citizen safety and officer safety, those are issues that I as a chief of police am not comfortable with putting out there and leaving out there. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Uh, before we go to questions, I want to know if there anybody else who would like to say anything. Okay. Uh, I also want to point out we have quite a number of police officers and firefighters here uh, today. I want to thank everyone uh, in the field, particularly the officers here today, because they worked on preparing this report. They are the ones who gathered the data. Uh, there's a lot more than just what you, you find in the letter. Some of you have seen the very complicated appendix. Uh, it took us a little bit longer uh, than I'd hoped to get this, this letter out, but we wanted to get it accurate. We wanted to get it thorough. And uh, I think it should, should be noted that um, I think everyone from the rank of captain on up in the uh, police department uh, had an opportunity to uh, examine and participate and a uh, very similar situation in the fire department. So, okay, questions? Are we covered it that well? Yes. Do you guys have any proposed solution? This is, this is, this is a combination of two problems. One, it's human decisions, and secondly, it's technical problems. And let me point out that at least one of the providers of uh, part of the technology um, has got problems in other cities. Uh, Charleston, San Antonio, and Tulsa, if I recall, uh, are all encountering some very similar problems. So this may be, in large part, the vendor internally figuring out uh, what needs to be done. We, we do think some changes need to be made in terms of uh, training and staffing in the uh, center, especially in terms of having knowledge about the city. Um, when you make a reference, and I'll use one that was in discussion the other day, when you make a reference to the Salvation Army, are you talking about the Salvation Army facility uh, and is it the 600, 500 block of East Wash? Are you talking about the Salvation Army facility all the way out uh, near Highway 30? Are you talking about a clothing drop-off center? Uh, that's one of the types of problems. The other, as in the case of the dispatch in Verona, it's, it's, it's knowing what municipality is involved. Um, we had an instance where um, our fire department was sent to the wrong side of the belt line incorrectly. Uh, so so that, that involves training and experience. Any other questions? Yes, sir. You, you mentioned a lot of um, uh, instances that stood out. Was there any one in particular that kind of motivated you to hold this event today? Yes, there is. 
um, we were already underway, but there's one incident in particular for each department that um, that that was a motivator. Um, fire department, we had a woman call in, and her husband was having a heart attack. It took one hour for the dispatch center to contact the fire department so they could respond. In terms of the police department, we had an incident where there was a call about um, some individuals with weapons. The officer was, um, was sent to the scene. The officer was not given information about the description of the individuals though the dispatcher had that information. And then, while the officer's on the scene, the individuals return to the scene as fresh new arrivals. It turns out, given the descriptions, these were the people in question, which means that the officer was in the presence of suspects, was in the presence of armed individuals, and was not warned. We cannot have that. Mayor, are you worried that there will be another situation? I know the 911 Center had um, years ago with Brittany Zimmerman that whole thing. Do you think that you're afraid that it could get to that level where something will take place? I am simply concerned about every resident of this city, every visitor to the city, and every man and woman who is entrusted to protect them. And there is zero tolerance. We cannot have one mistake that leads to a delay or a lack of information. Is there a timeline for when everything will start? We're not the folks to ask that. Any other questions? Does anybody want to add anything? Very good. Thank you all very much.